my first year, I was the number seven safety on the depth chart going into spring uh, spring practice. So again, you know, when that opportunity presented itself, I had to take full advantage of that. to another episode of The Burn. I am Ben Newman, and you got this figured out now. Every single week, we're going to bring you a story of an athlete, an entertainer, a celebrity, somebody performing at the highest possible level because they've made a choice to connect to their burn. Their burn is that underlying fire that ignites why and purpose that then causes them to be disciplined in their daily action to attack what it means to be your best one day at a time. And we have today a friend of mine, Antoine Bethea, who has lived this his entire life. Now, let me just set the table for you. Big, big expectations when you grew up in Newport News, Virginia, and you're an athlete. We're talking Allen Iverson, Michael Vick. You're cut from the cloth that Antoine Bethea is cut from. There's an expectation like you better be great. And so what Antoine did with that expectation, and you're going to hear all about it, is he has built a life, not just in the game of football, but he took what he learned 14 years in the NFL, three-time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champion with the Indianapolis Colts, and he's decided, I'm going to be an author writing an exceptional book called Bet on Yourself. I'm going to be an entrepreneur, having restaurants, giving back to my community of Newport News, running businesses, and building a life and being a dynamic husband and father. Now, that's how you take expectations in athletics and build a life. So, Antoine Bethea, it is a pleasure. It is an honor. Welcome to The Burn. Man, I appreciate you, Ben. Appreciate you for having me. Well, first, let, let's start here. So you and I hit it off. We were down at PAC. So it's the pro athlete community put together by Caleb Thornhill. It's about 20 former guys in the NFL talking about transitioning, iron sharpens iron environment, working together, helping each other get to that next level. And, and truth be told, right? I mean, we hit it off because you had a great pair of uh, Jordan Lowe's on. I like <laughs> Jordan Lowe's. I right. had to go buy the ones that you had on. Right, I right. got to teach you. I got to teach you all about the goat app. So I know you're going to be in trouble this holiday season, getting <laughs> everybody in the family hooked up. But what has it been for you in terms of that that athlete community? Going back to what I mentioned about those expectations, where did your burn come from, and how important has athletics been to setting that foundation for your life? Man, I think my burn, man, it just comes from my upbringing. You know, first and foremost, my mother and my father, just seeing them coming from humble beginnings um, and just how they worked hard. And I just say, you know, it just <clears throat> rubbed off of myself, rubbed off of my oldest brother um, in life and as far as, you know, athletics. And you talked about it. Um, growing up in Newport News, Virginia, just growing up around a lot of uh, great athletes, that was just one of the things as a young man um, that I took to. Uh, my older brother played sports, so... Um, just continuing that uh, through through high school, um, through college, and you know, fortunate enough to have a 14-year uh, career in the NFL. Um, just those athletics, man, they teach you so much. They teach you the, uh, the 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 partnership that you have with your brother alongside of you. They teach you discipline. Um, it teaches you accountability and a lot of things in the football world. You can take 
um, into your your second career. Um, as you know, you talk about uh, athletes transitioning. So those type of things, man, it could just help you succeed in life in general. How important is it when you take that burn, you understand those examples that a family sets for you, and then you're creating your own path? You know, sometimes, and I think this is where athletes struggle today, and I wanted to be able to hit on some messaging, because I think people see your resume, oh, Super Bowl champion, Pro Bowl, 14 years in the league when the average yeah. is three years and three games, and they're like, man, I want that, and people lack patience today. So I believe in something that I call aggressive patience, right? So attacking what's in front of you so that you're ready when your opportunity comes. How important was it for you, speaking of those disciplines, to always be ready for that opportunity? And what can you say to these young athletes who really lack patience today? Yeah, man, that's the biggest thing. You know, people ask me, like, um, what can I contribute to my success? Um, and it's it's consistency, right? And then to your point is, being ready for that opportunity and taking full advantage of it. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I can say um, just in my career, like, you know, my first year, I was the number seven safety on the depth chart going into spring uh, spring practice. So again, you know, when that opportunity presented itself, I had to take full advantage of that. And then to the young guys, man, like, it's very, very, very important for you to be patient and just, you know, go through the process, whatever that process is. You know, everybody path, um, everybody's story is going to be different. You know, everybody can't have that same story. So for the guys that's sitting back, um, that's waiting for their opportunity or waiting on their turn, just be ready um, when that time comes, it, it, because it will come. Uh, you don't know when it's going to come, but it will come. And when it comes, you have to be ready because you don't know when you'll get another opportunity. Uh, Follow-up question to this, because this is something I really admire about you. And, you know, we're new friends getting to know each other, and I, I've enjoyed our bond thus far and look forward to continuing to grow and, and helping each other on this path of life. Yeah. One of the things that I admire about your story, you talk about aggressive patience and staying ready. You went to Howard. You know, mm -hmm. I think of the Aeneas Williams who go to Southern and you go into Howard <clears throat> and the individuals who you didn't play at a powerhouse school. You didn't play yeah. at a school that's entering the college football playoff, yet you maximized your opportunity. So <clears throat> how important is it for maybe these players? You're not at a Michigan. You're not at a Michigan State. You're not at an Ohio State. You're not at a Georgia. You're not at one of these Kansas State, these top institutions. How is important, how important is it, no matter what school you're at, to recognize you can make the most of this opportunity and take it as far as you want to take it? I mean, you you hit it, you hit it on the head, regardless of where you at, um, as my, my uh high school coach, as my um college coach told me, if you're good enough, they'll find you. Um obviously I think everybody's goal is to, to go to college. Um and play on that huge stage, play in front of 90,000 people. But like I said before, everybody's story is going to be different. Everybody's path is going to be different. So my path took me to Howard University, um, HBCU. And again, you know, that that right there was my story, was my path, which makes, for me, my story that much special. And you talked about, you know, Aeneas Williams, Walter Payton. You got so many legends that that had a similar path that went to a smaller school that was able to go to the next level and, and have a major impact on a game. So again, regardless of where you go, take advantage of the opportunity and do the most with it. So, and then you mentioned, I, I love what you just said, your coach telling you like maximize your opportunity and they will find you. 
Yeah. And so here, here's what I think is unique. We could we could talk about Super Bowls and we could talk about all those things, but where I really felt you light up is this next phase of your life. So yeah. what was it in winning a Super Bowl, becoming a champion, raising that Lombardi trophy? What were those habits and disciplines that have now carried over to you being this example to where you're going back to Howard taking entrepreneurial lessons, right? It's You're not going back like doing the, the mental performance coach for the football team. Like you're going yeah. back there creating business opportunities and, and helping former players there and current players there. So how important has your entrepreneurial career been? Because from the things you share with me, you're winning championships off the field from your businesses to restaurants. So tell us a little bit about your businesses and your entrepreneurial mind and how important it's been for you to win off the field. Man, that's that's been one of the most exciting things for me. You know, obviously, <clears throat> I don't think I'll ever be able to uh, obtain that high like it was running through uh, doing the, through, up, through, up, through the tunnel um, <laughs> on Sunday. I don't think I'll ever be able to match that high. But but to your point, um, transitioning is, is tough. Tough for anybody, um, regardless of what that transition looks like. So for me, being an entrepreneur, man, it's, it's, it's something that's intriguing to me. It's something that pushes me. Um, it, it makes me, you know, use my mind, right? So we talk about the things that football was able to afford me. So regardless of the Super Bowl championships, the Pro Bowl, it's the, the life lessons that, that I was able to, to learn on a day-to-day basis, right? Being on time, being able to work with people, uh, being dedicated to the craft. Those are the things that I could say um, that I learned from football and using entrepreneur um, in the entrepreneurial world. So now, you know, I have a, a, a restaurant. And again, that's just a team-oriented business where everybody has to lean on one another for the, su- for the success of the company, right? So if the company is successful, the employees are successful. So it's just a trickle-down effect. Um, having a trucking company, you know, going in, um, having a partner in the trucking company, again, th- those are the type of things that you have to be dedicated to. You got to be resilient because everything is not going to be peaches and cream, just like on the field. You're going to have ebbs and, <clears throat> ebbs and flows. You're going to have ups, you're going to have downs. It's the same way in the um, in the entrepreneur uh entrepreneur world so again I think football um set me up to be partly prepared <laughs> in the entrepreneurial world as you know it's tough it's tough running your business and, and, and going through the things but again man the transition has been it's been good it's been tough but again man it, it's I know it's definitely going to be re- rewarding for me well another another one of the things that I, I admired about how you show up is still taking that team aspect, right? So you had team on the field, highest possible level, whether it be a restaurant. But what I felt as part of the pack community and all of us now being part of this pack community, and for those who want more details on that, reach out to me, reach out to Caleb Thornhill because more individuals that have played in the league that are listening to this interview, a lot of people don't understand the things that are available to them. And as I watch all of you, and I can't wait, it's actually going to be tomorrow when you guys are making your presentations. I can't wait to see it all come together from the coaching after these last 12 weeks. But it's like, you're like back to a team again. And I think a lot of guys, when they transition, there's fear, there's doubt, there's uncertainty. You didn't have that running out of the tunnel. And so this newness creates fear and you want to go be by yourself. And I admire that you and all the individuals 
from this class have said, no, 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 we're going to be a team together. We're going to figure out how we can help each other. And even if it's not the presentation that you make tomorrow, I know that we're going to be reading stories about businesses that you create from the people that were in that room down in Miami. Didn't, didn't you feel that way? No, a hundred percent. And to your point, man, I think what was so special about that week when we was in Fort Lauderdale, I think a lot of times when you transition a game, one of the biggest things that the guys say they, they miss is the locker room, right? It's the camaraderie that you have with the guys being able to bond, being able to share ideas and experiences. So that week when we were down there, that's kind of what it was. It was, we was back together. We was back in the locker room, being able to share ideas um, and also being in a vulnerable, uh, vulnerable state, being able to talk about the transition, how tough it is, um, how you're not so confident in your transition to your point when you're on that field, now you've been doing that your you know most of your life. So you you're always comfortable um being able to go out there and do what you do on the field. But in this transition, it's tough. It's tough. So when you're able to get guys in a room together and talk about how tough it is, where you see guys are going through similar things, having similar emotions, um, it was a beautiful thing. And to your point, these past three months where you've been we've been able to to work together um and talk on different different topics and different issues and tomorrow like you said will we be able to make our pitch on our business plan um it's just been a beautiful thing man and i think guys should really tap into the 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 pack community like you said caleb thornhill he's been doing a magnificent job and just um having touch points where guys are struggling and being able to to, to find um solutions for that well, fi final question, because I know legacy is big for you and you're, you're back in D.C. ready to do some big things because you've continued to build those relationships that have meant so much to you in so many areas of your life. But here, here's how I'd, I'd like to finish, speaking to legacy. You yeah. take Caleb Thornhill. He bet on himself. I mean, you look at, I mean, he is, from a player development standpoint, his career in the NFL, you'd put it up against anybody's. I mean, he really rewrote some of the player development plans for many organizations within the system. He's now yeah. bet on himself to create pack to give back to players like you. Chip Posick, who is one of the founders of PAC, right? At 2U, one of the top educational platforms in the world. All the things that he's done, now giving back to all of you, betting on himself in all these areas to create opportunities to create pack. And then you, you've talked about it this whole interview. All you've done your whole life is bet on yourself. And then you go yeah. out and write a book called Bet on Yourself. So yeah. when you talk about legacy, leaving the world better than you found it, when we work with teams, we always talk about that. When you take that jersey off for the last time and you lay it down in your locker, like, that's it. It's a wrap. There's no more games. Like, did you leave the jersey better than you found it? Right. Writing books, betting on yourself. How much have you believed in that philosophy of we only get one shot and you better leave this place better than you found it? Because understanding the context of the book, I, I know that's important to you. No, it is, man. And, and as long as we play this game, again, trophies, the money, whatever the case may be, that's fine. When you lead this earth and if that's all they can say about you is that, hey, he was a great football player, like you, you failed. Um, being able to have that platform, I think the biggest thing for me is just to have the impact on the people, right? Uh, what what have you done for the people? How have you helped the people? And that's that's how I live by. That's what I go by. And and again, you know, betting on yourself. If you don't bet on yourself, who who is? 
you know, um, in any aspect of life. And that's why I wrote the book. You know, everybody has their story. Um, decided to put the pen to the paper and just try to give people motivation, right? If I can do it, um, anybody can do it, regardless of what, um, where you at in life, um, the color of your skin, male, female, um, go out there and better yourself and it can be done. And you are living proof that it can be done and you are still doing it. And I know you're going to end up doing bigger things off the field because your continued commitment to being the best that you can be. And so, Antoine, I look forward to continuing to, to grow with you. I know we're going to share the stage together for speaking events. We're going to do all kinds of great things together. For sure. So for sure. I, I appreciate you. Much love. We, we will make sure, everybody, you have an opportunity to pick up a copy of Antoine's book. We're going to make sure that you know all the ways that you can stay connected to Antoine and his messaging. And I just want to tell you that I appreciate you. I appreciate the example that you set. And I appreciate that your entire life, you've been an example of what it means to bet on yourself and to have discipline in life. Thanks for being a part of the burn, Antoine. Nah, I appreciate you having me. To each and every single one of you watching, this is what fires me up. This is what life is about. It's about relationships and meeting individuals where it's iron sharpens iron, hearing another story, understanding where an example helps an individual set expectation to go attack belief in their lives, staying connected to that burn, connecting to the why and purpose, and then being disciplined no matter what chapter of your life you are in. So you got to hear Antoine's story. He's already written some amazing chapters, and the best is yet to come. The same is for you. Stay connected to your burn, keep writing that story, and let's keep attacking together. We're in this fight together. Until next week, this has been The Burn. This episode of The Burn Podcast is powered by BenNewmanCoaching.com your number one source for increasing consistency in your life and building the mental toughness habits required to live the life of your dreams. From self-paced courses to live coaching with Ben and everything in between, head over to bennewmancoaching.com and join the thousands of members working to unlock their peak performance every day.